Hey, thanks for stopping by today. My name is Jeremy Griffin, the Ministry and Operations Director here at Redux Church. If you're looking for a local church to become a part of in your area and just haven't found the place you feel God is leading you to, consider reaching out to us here at Redux. We know lots of great places and would love to assist you in finding the place God has for you. On the other hand, you may be here right now because you've become a bit disenchanted with church. And if that's the case, maybe Redux is the place for you. We are a real church in a virtual world. While we don't meet every week in the traditional sense, we do have a community online where you can chat, ask questions, and connect with others like yourself. We do, on occasion, meet in person for small group discussions and special worship and prayer events, but new Redux discussions are available every Friday morning online. In any case, we are glad you're here now, and if we can do anything to serve you, please let us know. You can contact us anytime online at redux.church. God bless. You're listening to the Stream Grace Network. All right. We're here with Raylo again. Hey. <laughs> I took my headphones off and now my hair is like doing that. funky things. It's lovely. That's awesome. I like it. I'm not sure what's happening here. Oh, well. All right. So if you don't want to be distracted by Rachel's hair, just listen. Just look at Lori and Jeremy. <laughs> we won't distract you. <laughs> um, okay. Mm. So. Uh, we're getting into the last bit of chapter 13. Uh, it's been a stimulating discussion to this point. Um, I expect nothing less from you ladies. No pressure. No pressure. <laughs> no pressure. I was, Adam texted me in between sets and I was like, probably the best one ever. Yeah. I'm not even kidding. Yeah. Like, it's good. Yeah, it was it's good. It's so good. Yeah, it is. it's just good. Before we dive into this, Lori, you just got back from the Holy Land. I did. So how, you were there for what, two weeks, three weeks? What? Not there for, I mean, oh, it was a two, were, we were gone for gone. two weeks, but we were in Israel for three full, long, full days. Oh, so wow. you are jet lagged. You should be asleep right now. I'm tired, <laughs> but I'm good. But man, it was cool. It was awesome. cool. I just my, is a bucket list My for me. only thing mm. was... I've always wanted to go. My favorite comment, and it was my comment. <laughs> yeah, it was great. You know. Yeah. She says, I see this picture on Facebook, uh-huh. and you said, this is where Jesus walked on the water. And I said, did you give it a shot? You <laughs> <laughs> said, I heard it's easy. I heard it's easy. <laughs> <laughs> didn't have time. Uh, that's a shame. Didn't, didn't want time. to show everybody up. Yeah. No, no it was cool. What was your favorite part? Golly. Or a part that sticks out. Doesn't have to be your favorite. I, I, just being there, it was all yeah. great. I mean, we saw the Sea of Galilee. We got to see the Jordan River. There was lots of soldiers, and we learned a lot about the way Israel is now. Mm. The old mm. city was pretty amazing. Um, it was all amazing. Do you feel like it enriched your ability to absorb the scripture in a different way? Yeah, because now I know what Tiberius looks like, and I know what mm. Nazareth looks like, and I will never sing a little town of Bethlehem the same because it's not a little town of Bethlehem. Well, not now. No, but I mean, it's behind... They didn't have maps one, two, or three <laughs> back then. They- <laughs> but, but it's behind this big, huge wall mm. with barbed wire at the top, and oh, it's wow. controlled by Palestinians. Oh, okay. And so you have to go through checkpoints with people with big guns to get in. Mm. And it's a... It's not a pretty city. It's hmm. a big city. It's just, it's very, seeing the contrast, but but seeing the land and the uh, Sea of Galilee was pretty cool. The, the Jordan River was tiny. Mm. It was really mm. tiny. And there were Jordanian soldiers on one side and Israeli soldiers on the other side. It was just very, mm. it was just cool. Mm. I, I, I loved it. I Could loved you imagine it. going to Israel like in the 80s where there wasn't all that military you know, presence. Uh, I don't 
I don't know, but it, it was very, I felt very safe the whole time. Rick, it's a long story, but Rick and I ended up walking through Jerusalem at, at night one night alone, the two of us, and the shops were open and it was like the Palestinian or the Muslim quarter or part of the city. And uh, shops were open, families were out, little kids. It was very mm. friendly and safe and lots of, like I said, soldiers with mm. big guns. Did you see any uh, UFOs? Did not. Yeah. <laughs> I was hope for UFOs. <laughs> what, what do you think your favorite thing? Cause you've In never... Jerusalem? <laughs> Why not? I don't know. You've never been, mm. I've never been. Yeah. Mm. What would you want to see? Mm. Um, I, I think I would want to see uh, the Sea of Galilee more than anything and i think it it's beautiful. just just why to gain the, because my one of my favorite stories is jesus speaking or uh, feeding the 5000 yeah. then going mm-hmm. across the water to mm-hmm. preach and the logistics of yeah. it i think putting yeah. myself in that place yeah we were in capernaum so we got to see like the ruins of what they said was peter's house oh wow and, um the one thing that was that was weird about everything was wherever something happened mm-hmm. somebody's built a big church on top Oh, everything. Yeah. Um, even where Lazarus was raised from the dead. I wasn't there. That's what I want to know about. That was I the don't other know. one. The Go places ahead. that I saw, but yeah. I mean, wherever they said, Mary heard from the angel that she was going to give birth to Jesus. There's a big church there mm-hmm. and they wouldn't let us in because we didn't have long sleeves on. Wow. So there was a lot of religious, you can't come in because we're Did doing you this feel religious like it was stuff commercialized? here. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, not, maybe not the church themselves, but they, everything around the it. spot, there were spots. Like there was a spot where, um, there was a slab of rock where they said, uh, that's where they prepared his, his body. Well, and then there's this big, huge church. And then this part of the church is where mm-hmm. the cross was supposed to be. And this part of the church is where the tomb was supposed to be. And they just built this big church over all three spots. Mm. Wow. And so it was very, instead of just preserving, it was the sanctity little, and blo- of that little spot. stone, big church. Yeah. Interesting. It, w- it was very eye opening. Selah. Selah. It was a lot. I think my, what more I than would want to see would be uh, the Garden of Gethsemane. That was beautiful. Mm. That would be where I'd want to go. Mm. The last place yeah. where he prayed and sweat mm-hmm. blood. There's a church over the rock mm-hmm. that he prayed on, apparently. Of course, sir. really. Mm-hmm. But the garden was beautiful. I, don't know if that, I want to go to the church. Why does that make me sad? Why does that land on my heart sad? Well, should it? I, I don't know. To I me, it's religion way. covering relationship. Oh, is yes, what I kept going that through. Is. That's right. Like, why does that going. land on me sad? Maybe yeah. that's why I want to go to Galilee because I don't think they built a church where he walked on water. Nope. Not no. on it. Nope. Nope. <laughs> yeah. There's a church over Peter's house and there's glass in the bottom Gosh. where you can see the ruins. Oh, but wow. the sea was Just the gorgeous. Sea. Yeah, it was beautiful. Mm. Say that again because that's so mm. resonating with my heart. Because mm. as you're telling me that, I'm like... But the religion part? Yes, yeah. that just makes me yeah, so we sad. Yeah, we went into this one church where, um, you know, people come from all over the world to go see these places, yes. right? Mm-hmm. These spots. And, and they're the traditional spots. Who knows if it's the actual spot? That's not the point. Right. But they would then these priests would come out in this one church, I think it was Greek Orthodox and they would come out and they'd stop everything because they had to stop and do a prayer session. Mm. So all these people that have come thousands of miles, are like, I'm sorry, we got to come out and pray because we got to be religious. Mm-hmm. Very glorified. Yeah. So there was a lot of Oof. the big, I mean, it was ornate and, um, ostentatious, a lot of the church and they're, tr- yeah. I know what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. I guess their heart's in the right place, but it's all about, 
the religiosity versus the simplicity of mm. what happened here. It, it reminds me of Passover. Feeling. Yeah, that's what I'm feeling. Yeah. You know, mm. they all came to Passover. You have mm-hmm. pilgrimages being made by mm-hmm. Jews over the uh-huh. entire world coming yeah. to Passover in Jerusalem. Yeah. And, yeah. and uh, yeah, I kind of sense that almost like a 24 7. Yeah, Passover in yeah. terms of people coming and mm-hmm. all that, but anyway, it was well, cool. that's cool. I'm glad. Wow. Uh, I'm glad you got to go. I'll, <clears throat> I'll be honest. I don't know that I, I, it's not on my bucket list necessarily. Uh-huh. Um, it's been on mine it forever. Is, so. It would be mine. No, I mean, but I don't, now hearing it's not that, bad, I don't but. know. It's still, it's <laughs> still worth, but it's still worth going. Just seeing where he was, seeing where all these people you've read about in scripture. I know I've been to Jericho, which was trash. Total trash, by the way. Burn, <laughs> burn on you, Jericho. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's under Palestinian control, yeah. and it is a garbage heap. Did you come back changed? It was very impactful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it was worth going. And and I'm just talking about the the difficult parts. Yeah, but it was beautiful. You could see the, I mean, the Jordan Valley. You could see all of these things that you've read about, and mm-hmm. it's just. It's a picture of where he was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Where he was. Because mm-hmm. you have a relationship with him. Yeah. You looked past it, all It was the meaningful. Minutia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was great. So, anyway. If done. you haven't done it already, <laughs> as I always say, stop the video. Yeah. Go spend some time in worship. And, uh, um, you know, like I said, you can go to redux.church. I think we've still got stuff up on that site. And then you you mm-hmm. can go to uh, YouTube. I don't know. Think out of the box. Mm-hmm. Just Turn on K-Love if you have access mm-hmm. to streaming. I don't mm-hmm. know. But worship worship isn't about music. Yeah. I, I want to say this real yeah. quick because, you know, it's just not. It's just not. I mean, worship is a unifier. I mean, excuse me, music is a unifier for corporate worship. Mm-hmm. But um, when we read about worship in Scripture, it's most of the time in sacrifice on an altar. That's, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. worship. And so, um, but worship is intentional. And so no matter what you're doing, it's an intentional moment of of loving God, not requesting, not beseeching, <laughs> but yeah. loving him. Mm. So mm. music's a good way to kind of get get around that mentally. But um, at the very least, just spend some time in worship and, and ask the Father to prepare you after you're done worshiping, because we're not petitioning him, but after you're done, mm. to ask him to prepare you to receive what we're about to talk about uh, as we prepare to receive what we're about to talk about because we don't know. We don't know. Either. I have no idea. <laughs> anyway, so we'll get into scripture and uh, and then we'll wrap up this chapter. As soon as Judas left the room, Jesus said, the time has come for the son of man to enter into his glory and God will be glorified because of him. And since God receives glory because of the son, he will give his own glory to the son and he will do so at once. Dear children, I will be with you only a little longer. And as I told the Jewish leaders, you will search for me, but you can't come where I am going. So now I am giving you a new commandment. Love each other, just as I have loved you. You should love each other. Your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. Simon Peter asked, Lord, where are you going? And Jesus replied, You can't go with me now, but you will follow me later. But why can't I come now, Lord? He asked. I'm ready to die for you. Jesus answered, Die for me? I tell you the truth, Peter. Before the rooster crows tomorrow morning, you will deny three times that you even know me. 
All right. So I've been wanting to talk about this since chapter one. Let's hear it. Keep bringing it. Well, I mean, I'm just saying this part. Well, I mean, really, it just comes down to a couple things for me. Um, so uh, the, the I won't get into the command part. We'll come back to that. But the 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 Peter part. You remember, you know, so Peter is is the whole foot washing thing, right? He's mm. he's on top of everything. I think he struggles with pride. He wants to be the the rabbi's pet, as I put it. It's a little impetuous. Very much so. <laughs> um, and let me just say, uh, I identify with him a lot. So yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm not judging him by any stretch. <laughs> but but he's switched gear, not switched gears. But he's like, I, I what I hear is fear. Yeah. I hear fear in him. He mm-hmm. says, "Why can't we come with you?" Yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah. Jesus is talking about, I'm getting ready to leave. They have poured their entire lives. Because I, on top of Peter being the one that's always talking, I think I think the rest of them kind of like that. Because mm-hmm. they don't have to put it out there. Peter's going <laughs> to put it out there, and they're going to get what they need out of that, mm-hmm. right? So he lays it out there, and, and uh, I'll bring it back up here. He says, Lord, where are you going? Jesus replied, you can't go with me now, but you will follow me later. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, well, why can't I come now? Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm ready to die for you. Now, that mm-hmm. right there... That is the desperation moment that I see in it. Yeah. Peter's like, but I'm willing to die for you, Lord. Talk is cheap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I hear mm. fear too. And yeah. I, I, I too want to come back to the commandment that yeah. he gave. I hear fear too. And I hear confusion mm-hmm. because oh, yeah. they gave their whole life. He, Jesus went and picked them. Hey, come follow me. Mm-hmm. And now you're telling me I can't follow you anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. Again, Peter heard it flat. I'm confused. I'm afraid. You're my leader. I love you. Mm-hmm. Doing, I think Peter threw his life out there to say, please stay. Right. Or please take I'll me with you. I'll do anything for you. I'll do anything for you. Please take me with you. And they're trying to picture, I think, again, what is going to happen? What, what am I going to do tomorrow when you're not here? Mm-hmm. When am I going to go back fishing? Well, they kind of did. They mm. did. Right. Yeah. And he the confusion part. So how many times when somebody says your mentor Mm. dies or passes away, actually their words become more alive to you when they're Mm -hmm. gone. Mm -hmm. Because now you're Plus he was going to have Holy Spirit at some point. Well, they didn't know that yet. At this part, he didn't know that. All he heard was (laughs) you're leaving. Right. You're leaving me. And so I, I hear the confusion and the sadness and the desperation which all come out of fear, mm-hmm. but that's what I hear. Yeah, you got anything on that? You gonna wait? I'm waiting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, sorry. No, you're good. We can back up over to this commandment thing yeah. too. I, I and we'll come yeah. back around. I yeah. know, but love each other just as I've loved you uh, is how you should love each other. That that simple statement. So there's other passages that he says. Love your love each other as uh, or uh, love yourselves. Sorry, love your neighbor as, as you, you love, love yourself. yourself. And this is the one I have always keyed in on. Put it back up there so I can. Oh read yeah, it. I can. You can't. All right, <laughs> sorry. So I've always keyed in on it because it says, "Just as I have loved you," because mm-hmm. His love is right and perfect. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. My love for myself falls short. <laughs> yeah, and my love for others falls short. Yeah. Does. And so I, to me, that was huge. I so. Okay, can I ask you? Oh, you sorry, there it is again. <laughs> uh, just as I have loved you, you should love others. Okay, now flip. All right. Love like, each other just as I loved you. Your love for one another will prove proof. to the world. He says that three different times. Yeah. In three different ways. To me, of course, I've been on this thing with numbers mm-hmm. for a couple mm-hmm. of years now. Me I too. find it so interesting that he says it three different times. 
Then in verse 14, Peter denies him three times. Right. And then Jesus shows up on the seashore and says, Peter, do you love me? Yeah. Three Three times. times. Yeah. If love is not the overarching thing, so Jesus says, love like I did three times, do you love me three times, totally covered Peter's denial out of fear, confusion, desperation that Jesus was gone. If that is not God's heart. Yeah. Over. It's about restoration. Oh, my stars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And and this, this, again, this moment for me with Peter is Jesus putting everything into perspective and I love how this translation says it. He's like, "Oh, you're gonna die for me." That's right, what you're saying. Right. Well, Can't let's just let's just say. see how long that's gonna last. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be so afraid to even be associated with me. You're gonna deny me three. So times. why do you think he told him that? Tip, I thought he told him that to prepare his heart. Yeah. Well, there has to be kind intent. It can't be. Oh, really? I mean, because that's how I want to read it. Oh, yeah. really? I, I don't, do think Jesus I, was a little sarcastic yeah, sometimes I don't, with Peter I mean, to go at his pride. Yeah, I don't. Maybe. I don't necessarily. But like the intent you, is not to tear him apart. No, I think the intent mm. is to mark the moment. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I feel I. You know, yeah, I mean that's I, how I read it. My thought process to me this this really is the human side of Jesus. It's not. It's mm. not sarcastic. It's not. It's it's. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's it's not kind or mean. It's just factual. It's right. It's like saying, "Hey, like this is." It's very Reality similar. Check, yeah, sort of. Right. It's, yeah. Because to me, and I and and I don't, you know, I, I look at Jesus uh, whipping the money changer. He, Jesus was very mean to people, but he was mean to people who misrepresented God, his mm-hmm. Father. And what I mean by that is the Pharisees are just as redeemable as mm-hmm. the disciples. Sure. But um, from a factual standpoint, yeah. But he was. He was direct with them because direct. they mm. they represented the father poorly. Mm. They represented religion, exactly. Yes, but I mean, they claim they claim to represent mm. God, but sure. they represented right. religion. Mm-hmm. And so, to me, this is very much the same thing. It's like when he says, and I don't know if this is the same part, and and it's just in another passage, or we're going to see it later. But he says to Peter, "Get behind me, Satan!" Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He he rebukes him because yeah. he's like, "No, no, no." He goes right from, yeah, because he says... That was in another book, it was wasn't in a, it? I think yeah. it is in another, another right? book. And it's probably the same account. Yes, it is. But but essentially, he, he says, who do you say that I am? You're the Christ. Right. And he yes. says, flesh and blood hasn't revealed this to you, but my right. Father in heaven. Mm-hmm. The next statement, when right. he says, I'm going to go and you know die, he's like, no, you're not. He calls him Satan. Satan. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and let me just tell you, this, yeah. this has got to be the vanguard of the day because through John, we've read how people, the believers are listening to Jesus. He says something hard and they say he's demon possessed. I mean, it's like yeah. pendulum swings hard left mm-hmm. and right. And, but but ultimately, I, I think the reason mm-hmm. for saying this is nothing more, like we said earlier, a reality check. It's saying, Peter... And it, I think the other thing is don't say things mm. that you can't back up. Mm. You are telling mm. me you're going to die for me. Be aware of your words. Don't yeah. have those empty promises. It's interesting, too, that you had Judas betrayed Jesus. Peter pretty much betrayed it, yes. Jesus. It's the same thing. You mm. don't see the Bible saying, and Satan entered Peter. Right. No. You don't see that, That's right. but yet it's the same fear. It's yeah. the same thing right now. Well, Peter, Jesus is Peter's idol. Mm-hmm. Like I look to you. I want, you can't leave me. I feel this desperation. Mm-hmm. I die for you until. So, but <laughs> so confronted. Peter's acting out of fear. Judas was acting out of 
greed. 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 Yeah. yeah. So motivations were different, but yeah, sure. There's still a betrayal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Betrayal is betrayal. Mm-hmm. Well, and I like to going back to the other passage about love, and and then when you do this, it says, mm-hmm. uh, uh, "Your love for one another will prove the world to the world that you are my disciples." Mm-hmm. Um, it reminds me. We'll get into this in John 17 as he's praying in the mm-hmm. garden. He says, "Let them be one, as you and I, Father, are one, mm-hmm. so that the world would know you sent me." Mm-hmm. And so. Unity, uh, and I, and I would say love is uh, uh, maybe unity is a byproduct of love, possibly. Hmm. Um, but um, but that is the evidence of the greatness of God. I mean, it's I, I like to look at it this way. What, what I struggle with, and and again, I'm not in John 17, but we are right now. Um, <laughs> when I when that scripture's been so prominent in my life, and I process, and I'm like, well, how would the world know that? What, what about that makes the world know? I could say the same thing about this. <clears throat> what about the love part proves anything? Mm-hmm. You know. But I think it comes down to um, the character side. Why do they know your disciples? Because of Jesus' love. Mm-hmm. That was his whole point. When mm-hmm. you love the way that I loved you, mm-hmm. that's the proof that you are my people, mm-hmm. that you're following after me. Because a disciple is truly following after their rabbi. They're learning right. just like a, an apprenticeship, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Except in this case, they're not going to become Jesus. They're just going to So how like would him. you say the disciples saw love in Jesus? Well, he just demonstrated it mm-hmm. when he washed, washed their, their feet. feet. Washed their feet, yeah. yeah. It's that servant. That, yep. Yeah. And, and, you know, just to kind of spend some more time on even that, the servant thing is... Man, we we've just got to figure this thing out. <laughs> like it, it breaks my heart because we we toil and try so hard to propagate the kingdom of God in a way that also blesses us. Yeah, mm. it's, you know what I mean. Uh, we 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 want to. It's like we we want to do God's work and we want to be blessed in doing it. And so, like both criteria has to be met. Mm. And it's so finite in our process of thought for that because we're thinking it's a one for one ratio and it's a t- temporally going to happen at the same time. If I bless you, Lori, right mm. now, then God's going to bless me right now too. Yeah. That's a little conditional, isn't it? Uh, mm. You think transactional, yeah. conditional, mm-hmm. everything yeah. about it's bad, right. right? And and it's the freely part. It's the I don't know that I'll ever get anything back. It's not even a consideration in me. And it goes back mm-hmm. to that identity mm-hmm. when yeah. God's enough. Mm-hmm. He's enough because I know who I am. I'm God's kid, so He is enough mm-hmm. for me. So now my giving doesn't come out of condition. It because He refills our tank, if you want to call it that. Sure, way. it's yeah. him, it's Him that, p- that provides our needs, not you or our spouse or any of that. Right. Yeah. Oh, this commandment thing, I want to go back to that for yeah. just a minute. Because we hear the word commandment. Yeah. And I know we just, you don't like those. I, well, we just did, a, we we just did one on, on the three about commandment, and we were listening to Malcolm Smith, mm. who's great. And he was talking about, I think he said the word for commandment is... I believe it's entole is the name is what it's called. But Not what he get says an argument is, for me. Well, <laughs> he said it's more of a from within, not a commandment from without, but it's more of a, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if compulsion is the right word, but it's more of something that's birthed Function. inside of you, yes, mm-hmm. that comes out. Mm-hmm. So when you hear commandment, it's not a you got to do this. Mm-hmm. It's a, goes back to the want to. I get to do yeah. this. I get to do this. Mm-hmm. I want to do this. So commandment makes you raise up and go, I'm not doing that. Right. Don't command me anything, but that's not what it means. Mm. So is it implying then <clears throat> that God is putting in you Yeah. When he says a commandment, I'm putting in you an unction, a desire, yes. a passion mm-hmm. to execute mm-hmm. yeah. accordingly. It's yeah. just kind of like what I gave the example mm-hmm. of my friend that called. 
Yeah. Or she texted and said, hey, do you have time to talk? The desire in me was, yeah, I got time. Sure. Mm-hmm. And then as the conversation began to unfold, the unction, which to me is a church word, <laughs> yeah. the unction, mm. the desire, mm. the lean into to help her grow, the human side of me wanted that. How much more did the God side, mm-hmm. God in me want that for right. her? Mm-hmm. Right. And so the byproduct is I'm getting fulfillment on the human side mm-hmm. of watching her connect dots and heal. But the God heart in me is just exploding yeah. mm-hmm. with, wow, mm-hmm. he just became real to her. Yeah. Right. Somebody who'd been in her church for 50 years. And you get to be on the front row. And God and let me be on the front row yeah. because mm-hmm. I said, sure, I yeah. got time to talk. Yeah. To me, that is washing her feet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Going I got time. Yeah. Whether I felt like talking or not, that didn't even enter my mind. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But it was the unction in me, the Mm -hmm. drive, the lean into, I wasn't looking for a blessing. I wasn't looking for money. I wasn't looking for nothing. Mm -hmm. I wasn't looking for one thing other than I love my friend. And I, if she needs me, the human Mm -hmm. side of me, Mm -hmm. I'll show up, Mm -hmm. but she's going to get the God side of me because that's who's here. Yeah. Philippians 2.13 talks about having both the will or the, uh, the desire and the means, oh, depending yeah. on which translation you're looking at. He plants inside you the desire and the ability to mm. do what he wants you to do. Yeah. So desire is part of it. Have you Absolutely. ever had these situations though? Cause mm. I, I do love that and I agree, but have mm. you ever had these times where he's like, yeah, I'll go to that. And then you get mm. to the point and you're like, I don't want to go to that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, but then sure. you go anyway and you're like, mm-hmm. gosh, I'm so glad I went to that. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think that is being birthed in somebody uh, who has not yet experienced those, I'm just going to lean into it. Mm-hmm. So you say yes to going to a connect group or you say yes to going to dinner with a couple and then mm-hmm. you get to the night yeah. to go and it's like all this chaos hits and you're like, I really don't want to go. I'm really mm-hmm. tired. Mm-hmm. But then you go and you're like, that was so life-giving. Yeah. And I've we've experienced that in my current world now. And I think it's that cr- you start craving those life-giving moments mm-hmm. that... You learn to say yes, and you stick to your yes, no matter when. Mm-hmm. We would call it in the church world when the enemy tries to get you to say no, <laughs> yeah. or back out, or cancel. Man, we make him more powerful than he is, don't we? Yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes. Oh, yeah, we yeah. give we give him God qualities. <clears throat> yeah, all the time, like this mm-hmm. devil's everywhere. Right. No, he's not. No, he's not. <laughs> no, and just not. like you said earlier about reading something else, like you should read the book of, of right. Judas. You know reading something is not going to corrupt you or take away <laughs> right. your salvation. No. We are supposed to be questioning. We're supposed to, you know, we get to read things. We get yeah. to listen to the discernment of the Holy Spirit. It's not going to screw up your salvation. Yeah. Or it says seek and you will, will find. find. Yeah. I, yeah. You got to seek. And thinking is a good thing. Yeah. yeah. I've shared it on my podcast and Jeremy and I've talked about it. <clears throat> when I came out of, uh, religion, mm. the church world mm-hmm. pastoring for 20 years, I didn't listen to any Christian stuff, <laughs> nothing. I did. I actually didn't even read Christian the Bible. Stuff. Mm. What's Christian right. stuff? I didn't right. listen to any pastor. I didn't listen yeah. to any podcasts on church mm. by any. I didn't even read the Bible. Mm. And God began to lead me lead me to different things because I still followed God. Sure. Mm-hmm. And I began to listen to <laughs> if I you know secular people, and I still heard truth. There you is could, no secular. You could even read. A, you could even read a book by Malcolm Smith. You sure. said, and I may not agree with everything. Mm-hmm. Probably not, but there may be something God needs me to hear mm-hmm. or read that I will 
it will resonate with me mm-hmm. now. So coming out of that and God's dismantling all that, now I read the scripture mm-hmm. and I hear differently mm-hmm. and I see differently mm-hmm. and I can learn from many vast sources that are technically because secular truth. because nothing is really secular. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you're a believer, it's, yeah. it's not. Yeah. It's well, just a different way of speaking. It's like, it's like the, this is how I always <clears throat> think about it. When I see a food and it says made with natural sugar. Organic. <laughs> or something. And I'm like, you know, here's the reality. Everything on planet Earth is natural. <laughs> it's all here. Mm. We did put it together in a way to make mm. it different, but mm. it all came from here. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So it's like. I like uh, it. It's weird. It's like, mm. I mean, is this real wood? Well, I mean, it's. Yeah, it's wood. <laughs> Particularly. But, you know, I mean, I guess if it's fake wood would be like the floor, which is ceramic tile that looks like wood. But you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, so So I think that in much the same way when you think of secular mm. and sacred, it's mm. like, well, it's a it's a positioning of yourself, of the, mm. rec- of the person mm. receiving. I mean, yeah. uh, I, I remember for years back, you know, when uh, Whitney Houston was alive, she sang mm. the national anthem. And I heard so many people say, man, she's anointed. And I remember uh. thinking... That's a weird term to use mm. for the national anthem, for one, yeah. which um, is has nothing to do with Christianity whatsoever. Mm. And then uh, for a person who um, wasn't in that moment necessarily glorifying God in their performance of the mm. national anthem, mm. yet, boy, she's anointed. And I thought, well, mm. that's a weird perspective. But but the reality is, if you're getting something out of this, yeah. but it also speaks to where we're getting it from. The source mm-hmm. is God. God right. uses mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. I can look at a light switch and God can start talking to me about that light switch because right. I'm intentionally saying God. Because here's mm-hmm. the, you know, that's what I like to say. You know, God spoke everything into existence mm-hmm. and sound is, it's an energy, right? When you, when he speaks, there's yeah. this energy mm-hmm. and it's a vibration. It's megahertz. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, that's yeah. happening. Well, that doesn't ever go away. Right. It didn't, he didn't, you know, right. he spoke and then the world, the whole existence of, of everything reverberates the words of God constantly. Yeah. So if I'm in presence of anything, yeah. including myself, mm-hmm. God He's can speak speaking. through that mm-hmm. because he is speaking mm-hmm. through it. So, mm-hmm. You know, I, it, it's a state of mind for sure. And uh, surprise, surprise, we have eight seconds left. Oh, sheesh. Eight seconds? Well, <laughs> eight seconds till we hit like, the 30-minute mark. Oh, my so. gosh. The scripture again. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Did we cover that at all? I will just say this. Uh, mm. We'll give you guys each a uh, chance to just kind of talk mm. about your wrap-up mm. thoughts on, on John 13 as a whole. As a whole. Or this. I don't care. Well, I just, I, I was in the Passion Translation, one of the uh, footnotes talks about, in th- and when he's talking to Peter... Um, he calls him, it's still translated as Simon the Rock. Mm. He's still calling him a rock. Yeah. At that moment when he's saying, guess what you're going to do? Right. You know, you're willing to die? No, you're going to deny me, but you're a rock. Yeah. I love how he calls people what they really are, even when they're, especially when they're not acting like it. Again. Still giving identity. I love that. Exactly. Right back identity. Mm. I think for me, I, the disciples are a bunch of knuckleheads and I love them all. I mean, <laughs> really this. Brings hope to us all. It does. Yeah. I mean, this, this whole chapter <laughs> capitalized on Peter and Judas. Yeah. yeah. And Jesus. But there were a little, 10 others in there mm-hmm. and it all landed 10 different ways, which mm-hmm. to me just pictures there's, all different people listening and mm-hmm. everybody's going to pick up something different, but God is still in the middle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's still in the middle. You still got this inner turmoil. Judas did, Peter did. Yeah. And I'm sure Thomas all, did. Yeah. Mark did. Matthew did. It's you're just real. Mm-hmm. You're real. Lean into 
the voice of the Father. Lean mm-hmm. into love, and you can't, you can't go wrong. I think mm-hmm. my biggest takeaway through all this is is grace. the mm. The grace that is exemplified when when this scripture or this particular chapter, uh, John demonstrates how Judas, who is generally thought of as the evil one, mm-hmm. um, and Peter, who is generally thought as the zealous one, mm-hmm. that both of them fell short, mm-hmm. and God's grace was extended to them. And mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it's just. That's what I see is this continual effort to get them back to the Father. Mm-hmm. That this is ultimately the the place that God wants us to be is yeah. in relationship with Him, and mm-hmm. He is tenacious and relentless to make mm-hmm. that happen. He will come so, after you. Yeah, yeah. it's yes. love. Is, his love isn't a warm fuzzy. It's an active. It's active. It's an active yep. love, and I think he enjoyed them. I think he yeah. enjoyed every one of them. Yeah, I think love is the biggest weakness mm-hmm. of the human language. I'm just going to say that in general. Mm, it's a great we, sentence. We, we categorize mm-hmm. every like so many things into the singular four letter mm-hmm. word. Like I love pizza. Exactly. Mm-hmm. How is it that we use the same stinking word mm-hmm. for what you just said, mm-hmm. and then I say I love, I love my God. kids, I love my wife, <laughs> yeah. I love God? Yeah. yeah. The three I just mentioned are mm-hmm. still three different loves. Yeah. 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 Right? Greeks yep. had it better. The, yes, they mm-hmm. did. They did. And they were still limited, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's just my opinion. So, you know, for what it was. This was so good. Mm. This was so good. Good yeah, stuff. It was good. I want to nice. thank, thank you guys both. Uh, your celebrity name, Raylo. Thank you guys for... <laughs> I, I just loved it. Well, I'm just saying, it's just... I don't know. I enjoyed saying that. Mm. I was. It was just early this morning. I thought, oh, I'm going to have Raylo, Raylo. on. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> I want to thank you guys also for joining us. Let's pray real quick. Father, thank you again so much. Uh, thank you for these ladies and the gift that you have in them. Um, I thank you so much for, for giving us the words to speak, the thoughts, the, the iron that sharpens iron, the critical thinking that comes out, uh, that we partner with our spirit. And all of this is just a one big conglomerate to glorify you. We thank you for it and give you glory for it. And we just ask, Lord, I petition for those who are listening to this right now that they begin to be drawn closer and closer and closer to you uh, in their own desires to just dive into to more of what you're saying to them and that as they seek, they shall find. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Again, thank you guys for joining us. We will get into chapter 14 next. And uh, I think it'll be, uh, you know, I'll start that one with, this is one of my favorite passages because I start all of them with that. <laughs> and uh, anyway, thanks again. Uh, if you would like to help support us, you can do so a couple of different ways. You can uh, first and foremost pray for us. Um, just when you spend time with the Father, just stand in the gap for us. Also, uh, sharing the content is always, always wonderful. It gives everybody the opportunity to be exposed to the funkiness of the brains that are involved <laughs> in this process. And then uh, if you are led to to do so also you can support us financially you can go to redux.church to do that um and that's it if you want to contact us too please reach out redux.church um send me a message just say hello i know i get about 90 emails a day but none of them are from you so (laughs) those i want to read not the one from target telling me about a new sale anyway god bless you guys we'll see you next time see ya